You're listening to The Marketing Mashup, the podcast for busy marketing professionals looking for a little inspiration, some cool ideas, and a bit of entertainment at the same time. We'll talk about strategy, tips, tools, and ideas, interview business owners and other marketing professionals, break down campaigns we see in the market to help you plan advertising that cuts through the noise. Hey legends, welcome back to the Marketing Mashup. How's your week been? Um, ours has been pretty good, busy, hectic, life is full and life is good. So today I want to talk about your free offer and where it fits into the overall marketing strategy. So what is a free offer? How do you use it effectively? Why is it something that we shouldn't be terrified of? You know, when when I talk to clients and we're planning and we start talking about the free offer, you can kind of see the fear start to build up in their face and they're like, free? Yeah, we don't do free. And it's a matter of, so it's a matter of understanding like what is a free offer? What is it supposed to do? How is it going to do that? And then how do we best use it? And what's the best type of free offer? Um, for those of you who've kind of been around our stuff for a little while and worked with us or um you'll be familiar with lead magnets, right? We talk about lead magnets. That's what I'm talking about when I talk about a free offer. And we're not so much referring to them as lead magnets anymore because it tends to put the focus on the wrong thing. And we're going to get to that shortly. I'm going to talk about the two main jobs of your free offer shortly. And getting somebody onto your marketing list isn't one of the two main jobs. It's kind of a byproduct. It's a really nice and extremely important byproduct, but it's not the main job. So when we're talking about free offers, that's kind of what we're talking about. We're talking about something that delivers a huge amount of value to your ideal customer, so much so that they're prepared to cough up their name and their email address and maybe even their phone number so that you can build that relationship, increase the level of trust, and ultimately get that person to a point where they really want to work with you and they're willing to pay you for something. And so that's kind of the, like in a nutshell, that's the job of the free offer. And if you get that right, then the rest of your sales funnel, you know, the the next stages in the customer value journey, they get a lot easier. Building trust becomes a lot easier. Converting somebody from a prospect into a paying customer becomes a lot easier. And so I know that's, that's a lot of that's a lot of weight to put on the shoulders of a free offer, right? Um, but that's what it's there for, and that's its job. And if we can get that right this early in the process, right at the like early in your strategy, then it's going to make everything a whole lot easier. So that's why we're talking about free offers um, in one of the early episodes of this podcast. So we know what a free offer is. It's a value swap, right? You're giving your ideal customer something that they really value, which is a solution to a problem. You're getting something that's really valuable to you, which is contact details. But what are some examples, right? What are some examples of, of free offers? Ebooks qualify. A webinar definitely qualifies. A subscription-only podcast, that qualifies. Um, a free challenge, like a five-day challenge, that qualifies, a report that somebody might want to get access to, that can qualify. Anything that's information-based, typically, that really solves a problem, like genuinely solves a problem for someone and gets their details onto your database, that's kind of a free offer. That bit's not complicated. 
What becomes slightly more complicated is choosing which one. So once once we've you know gotten that the, our our customer over that initial palpitation of free offer, God, um, then we then we often get the question, which one, which one's the best one. And it kind of depends, like so much stuff in marketing, it depends. It depends on who is your ideal customer. So if you've done your client avatar at some point, you know, or, or we've done it with you or your agency's done it with you or your marketing manager's done it or whomever, you'll know a little bit, you should know a lot about your ideal customer. You know, um, what are their fears and frustrations and goals and desires? And so you'll be able to choose something that helps to fix that problem. But the other thing you need to know is, let's say, for example, your ideal customer is a time-poor business person, right? They've, they've started their business a little while ago. They're going quite well. They're getting customers in, so they're not necessarily looking for more business, but they just they can't manage the workload. And so you're maybe you're a business coach, and you're going to help them through that process of, of figuring out where they can save time, what they can outsource who they need to hire, what they sh- what sort of tasks they shouldn't be putting a prior, all that kind of stuff, right, to help them solve time. And your plan, because you heard somebody say, oh, you know, I- I'm a coach and, and my webinar funnel is doing really well. You're like, great, I'm going to do a 45-minute webinar and I'm going to go through some of these things with, with people and give them a couple of really useful tips and at the end I'm going to make an offer, paid offer. Great, except if you've got time-poor business people, they're not committing 45 minutes to a webinar, right? They're just not going to show up. And you'll be left wondering, how come this is not working when so-and-so said that webinars work really well, I must be doing something wrong. And well, yeah, you are. You picked the wrong free offer. Whereas something like um, a written process or an infographic that they can follow that steps them through how to set up a process or how to choose what staff to hire first or how to outsource that might work much better for that person because it's much easier to consume than having to find 45 minutes to sit and watch a webinar. Or maybe it would be a podcast like this that they can listen to whilst they're commuting on the train or whilst they're in the car going to a meeting. Or, you know, if they've got to drop the kids off at school first, they can listen to it then. So the best free offer is going to depend a lot on what problem it is that you're solving for your ideal customer and what else is going on, what else do you know about them in terms of what they're most likely to consume. So I wish there was a one-size-fits-all answer, but there's not. So your free offer, it's an exchange of value. There's a range of different ones you can choose from and you need to choose one based on what's going to solve the problem the best for your customer without creating more issues for them, such as I haven't got time for that. So what is the job? Remember, we talked about the main jobs of your free offer isn't to get somebody onto your database. You're right. That's kind of a byproduct. It's got two main jobs. The first one is to convince your ideal customer that whatever the problem is, there's a real solution, right? Because the chances are they've tried a bunch of stuff to fix this before and it hasn't worked. And so they're probably a little bit frustrated and they're probably a little bit skeptical and they're probably a little bit dubious. And if you give them a free offer that kind of only touches on the surface a bit, they're going to read it or listen to it or watch it or take part in it if it's like a challenge and get to the end of it and think, 
I'm still not convinced. So the number one job of your free offer is to convince people that there's a real solution to whatever is going on in their day, their week, their life, their business, whatever it might be. And you do that by not holding anything back, right? We hear regularly, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to give that away in my free offer. That's my intellectual property, right? That's what people are going to pay me for. And the fact is that's not what people are going to pay you for. Unless you've developed something brand new, like a new technology, like a car that runs on water, you obviously don't want to tell people how the engine on that thing works, right? That that isn't that is your intellectual property. They can't get anywhere else. But the reality is that there's pretty much no question that we can ask or no problem we want solved that we can't find the answer to free on the internet. We can go to YouTube and find stuff. We can find a podcast, right? Free podcast that goes through just about everything. So you not putting something into your free offer, it's not really it's not really serving a purpose. Right? The person can find that stuff elsewhere. The value in your free offer, well, the value is not in your free offer. That's the thing um, in terms of the information. Maybe for your customer it is, but for you, the value in the free offer is to, one, convince them that there is a solution to this, to give them hope and to get them excited that finally this might get solved. That's number one job. Number two job is to create a gap. Right, So you've told them everything that they need to know. So let's say in our industry or our business, for example, we have an ebook, and it's um, it, it lists out the six steps to create a really effective marketing plan. And we haven't held anything back. Everything that we do inside our agency when we're creating a six-step plan or marketing plan is in that book. If somebody reads that book who's been struggling to get their marketing right because they haven't got a plan or a strategy – they should get to the end of that book and think, oh, right, there's a solution to this. This is fantastic. I can run marketing that works because here it is laid out in this book. But they're probably not going to have the skills to implement all of it, right? They might not have the skills to actually do the client avatar effectively. They might not necessarily have the skills to create the free offer that they need to create effectively. They probably don't understand all the advertising platforms. They probably can't do graphic design and copywriting. So the value in the book is convincing them or showing them, not just convincing them, but actually showing them that there's a real solution. Um, But it's also in creating that gap. So now they're like, well, I really need somebody to help me implement that. That's the second job is to create that gap so they can see clearly, here's this step-by-step that's going to get me a great marketing plan, but I just don't have the skills to do it. Hey, the guys that wrote this book, they must know what they're talking about. I'm going to speak to them. So it's created the gap between the skills that are required and the skills that they've got. And that's where my paid offer comes in, right? So for you in your business, when you're looking at your overall marketing strategy, think about my free offer, What's the problem that my ideal customer's got? My free offer needs to show them very clearly in detail that there's a solution. Don't hold anything back, but they're going to need my skills, your skills to implement that. And that's the two jobs of your free offer is to convince them and create that gap. So you can see getting them on the list, that's a byproduct. 
you need them. You need them on the list so that you can now start building that trust and building that relationship. But if your if your free offer sort of half asses it a little bit and it doesn't do a good enough job of convincing them because you wanted to hold something back, or it doesn't do enough a good enough job of creating that gap, you know, because there was something you didn't want to put in there or you didn't want to tell them, then you may have you know, you may feel good about having retained your intellectual property, but it's not going to do its job. And now they're going to walk away thinking, yeah, I'm still not really convinced that this problem can be solved because I tried everything and nothing worked. And this thing doesn't really tell me anything different. So you've got to be really brave. And and some people will take your free offer and think, I'm going to do this myself. I can do this myself. And that's okay. They're not your tribe, right? Your Your paid offer is not for everyone. And that's okay. Your paid offer is for the people who are like, I need somebody with the expertise to implement this properly. And then they're valuing your expertise. And so price of your offer becomes less important. So that's your free offer. That's a nice short 10, 12 minute webinar for you, um, podcast for you today on free offers. You can see how passionate I am about that. It's because it's so important, you know, and it's at the top of your overall plan and it sets the stage. And it creates in the mind of the person who's reading it or listening to it or involved with it or taking the challenge, it sets it in their mind that you are the authority in the in the field, that there is a solution to this problem, and that you probably have the skills to implement that for them. So your free offer. If you haven't got one, create one. Now you know how. And of course, if you need help with that, reach out to us. And, um, and give us a shout and we will help you develop your free offer. So that's it for today's podcast. Thanks for listening to me, Drone On, and I can't wait to catch up with you guys again next week. If you enjoyed this show, don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss a single episode. If you're ready to really level up your marketing and explode your leads and sales, reach out for a chat with one of our kick-ass marketing professionals. Find us at orbitmarketing.com.au themarketingmashup.com.au, Instagram at orbit underscore marketing, Facebook at orbit marketing Oz, that's orbit marketing OZ, also YouTube, LinkedIn, and now on TikTok.